Hey there, boys and girls. It is April 9th, 2017. Welcome to another episode of the Sinners on the Ground podcast. So, every time I change it up. So, no, today our guests are we got Letty, who's been here before. Everybody knows her already. Welcome back. Yeah. And then we also have Rachel and Trent from uh, the Big Sur Land Trust. <laughs> and I'm super excited. I've been wanting to talk to somebody from Big Sur Land Trust for a long time. And now I have two of you. And you both have business cards, so you're <laughs> so you can answer all the real questions. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, I, I let's just get. Uh, oh no, I want to get these events out of the way. I forget we we do our events. Yeah. Um, real quick, Saturday, April 29th. Uh, again, we're at the pub as always for the last three years. Three yeah. <laughs> um, Stop drinking. Not good. <laughs> Dude, you know we've been here for three years because April 29th is their three-year anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> so April 29th here at the pub, they're doing three-year anniversary. Uh, I don't know. Do you know if they're bringing any special beer or anything? No, not. I bringing don't think so. something not out of the cellar. I'm not sure James. Will I'm come sure up they something will because the they have the whole like yerba rudas coming and everything. So yeah. and, and James is I'm sneaky. Sure they... He's got some keg hidden in his cellar. I know. <laughs> He's gonna bring it. Oh, look what I found! Like okay. Um, Waldo's will probably be out, so we'll probably have uh, Waldo's. Um, and yeah, Yerba Ruda will be here, and yeah, that's an experience. Yeah, they're they're great. Uh, have y'all ever seen them? Yerba Ruda. Uh, you have to check them out. No? No? It's like fusion reggae. I have to keep saying that, but <laughs> it really is. Cause, yeah, I mean, it's got the reggae sound, uh-huh. but it's not like oh, the government's suppressing me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're they're all about a good time. So yeah, yeah and they're come great. Check them out. Free entry, just buy a get beer. an Uber. Yeah, oh, definitely. Well, that's oh, why you need an Uber. <laughs> first and foremost, get an Uber. Yes, <laughs> safety first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can do, yeah, hell yeah. Well, yeah, we'll take it outside. That is our second event. Um, second thing we want to bring up, and we'll definitely get into this a lot because we have the people here in front of us. Um, and yeah, so, well, what is it? I'll have you explain it. Instead of me trying to talk about it, what is Take It Outside? Take It Outside is a um, community event uh, intended to. Yeah, can you just the mic? Yeah, can everybody hear me now? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so Take It Outside California is actually a, it's a statewide event sponsored by the uh, California Council of Land Trusts, uh, which is the um, kind of governing body of, of all the land trusts uh, across the state of California. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's right. And. Um, so, you know, we're kind of doing our own rendition here um, with 14 other community groups. Is that right, Letty? Yeah. Uh, to do our own unique Take It Outside Salinas. So it's really an event um, intended to celebrate parks and open space and um, have all the community kind of come together and uh, together realize the benefits that open space and nature provides, um, whether that's, you know, for some physical activities yeah. or just walking around enjoying the birds and the sounds yeah. and the sights of nature um, and art, you know, just finding all those um, things that uh, excite each, every individual person to get them out into to the park. Well, and I kind of want to now back up a bit because you said there were land trusts throughout the state. So now what exactly is a land trust? Good question. Um, <laughs> so a, a land trust is... Uh, Thank you, thank you. So, <clears throat> the Big Sur Land Trust is a not we're a nonprofit organization. Um, land trusts typically are nonprofits that conserve, protect land. Um, historically, land trusts work with willing landowners who are interested in selling their land if it has significant conservation values. Uh, We'll work with a willing landowner to acquire their property uh, and pay them for that. Um, And then conserve that property by usually transferring it to a local agency or county or state agency like a state park or regional park to protect it. Um, And um, or we do something called a conservation easement where you work with a willing landowner who wants to keep their property, but they want to ensure that in perpetuity and forever that it will never be developed. And so they sell their development rights to the land trust 
and uh, put on the property, it's a, a legal contract, yeah. um, a conservation easement, which means that they continue to live on the land. Um, so there's a, usually a little envelope on the land where they have their home and, and other accessory buildings. Yeah. And then the rest of the property is conserved forever. And if they were to sell their property, the easement stays forever. So the next person who buys their oh. property, they have to buy it with the understanding that they can't do further development there. Yeah. So those are kind of the very <laughs> traditional tools that land trusts use um, in working with property owners and really looking at uh, landscapes that are really significant for their wildlife and their plants and for their kind of ecological importance. Um, more recently, um, organizations like the Big Sur Land Trust have really expanded what they do um, to uh, look for opportunities to uh, continue to acquire properties, but sometimes now we'll do it in an urban environment. Yeah. Like the Land Trust recently bought a portion of Car Lake in Salinas, and we can talk about that oh, later. But we also do, like Trent is working, um, leading up an effort that's focused on getting kids outdoors and working with a whole range of organizations from the Salinas Valley to get kids out uh, in areas in Big Sur, properties that the Land Trust uh, owns where we do nature camps, outdoor camps, and help kids get connected to re reconnected. They are naturally connected, but sometimes they lose that because they don't have an opportunity to have those experiences. And so we do outdoor programming, and um, and then we're also doing projects um, to help restore habitats. Um, we're doing a big floodplain restoration project in Carmel on the Carmel River, um, and so we do both conservation planning type work. We do outdoor programming for kids, and we t uh, continue to acquire properties for conservation. And are these land trusts, like, is it by county, or does that matter? It doesn't really matter. It's a really good question. So there are a whole bunch of land trusts throughout California and actually throughout the uh, country. So there are probably well over a 1,000 organizations in the United States oh, wow. that are land trusts. Oh, and there are all kinds of shapes and sizes. Yeah. Some are really little, and they have all volunteer staff and board members, um, and others are very large. Uh, we're kind of mid-range uh, in terms of our size. Um, it's a and, giant county. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a big, uh, and Monterey County is a big county. We're the main land trust um, in the county. Elkhorn Slough Foundation, uh, which is focused on the Elkhorn Slough area, is also a land trust. Oh, okay. And there's also an agricultural land trust called the Ag Land Trust, which focuses on protecting farmland. Um, and But in California, so it doesn't, you know, so they're not uh, developed, so we don't lose farmland. Yeah. Um, and uh, so there are hundreds of land trusts in California, and as Trent mentioned, there's an organization for called the California Council of Land Trusts which is kind of an umbrella group. Uh, uh, the idea, and we were like, well, we got together as a staff and with organizations that we work with here in Salinas and and thought about, well, what would be a, a good kind of first event that we could launch? And so we worked with a number of groups last year, and that was our first one at Natividad Creek Park, recognizing what a beloved park that is in Salinas. That is... You know? It's, I don't know, sometimes I don't want to talk about it because it's like, damn, it's so great. It, it is. It's got a freaking creek running through it. Yeah. Like, in Salinas, it's got a skate park. I don't know. Yeah. It, it's a great park. Yeah. I love that park. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's got a trail that takes you all the way down to Laurel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Um, but, and is this the only one in the county? Is, so this, this take, it, take it outside is the only one we're doing here is in the Salinas? Yeah, yeah. For here, I mean, there, if you go to the um, if you go to the website for Take It Outside California, um, you can just go to the California Council of Land Trust website, and uh, there's a map kind of showing you across the state where all these land trusts are having different um, events. So in the county, um, it's pretty much just us. I think Elkhorn Slough Foundation might be doing um, kind of like a nature walk kind of activity, um, but I mean, just to give an example. Um, 
you know, last year the California Council of Land Trusts uh, recognized the event here in Salinas um, as kind of the premier event um, across yeah. California. It was kind of state recognized mm -hmm. as being the event that really kind of yeah. brought their vision to fruition. So um, it's kind of cool here in Salinas, um, you know, all these groups coming together are kind of setting the standard for, for this event all across the state. I'm seeing there's there's bird, a bird starting with a bird walk. So there's a, what do you, how does that what how does that I don't I've always wondered how do you know? Do you just guess what kind of bird it is, or can you really fucking <laughs> tell? It can, can, you just like it was a robin. <laughs> All right, it just flew by real quick, so I guess mark that one down for robin. No, Did actually, you do it? Let um, the, you're the one, the bird, you're the birder? <laughs> no, it's not me. It's Return of the Natives. Um, they come out and they do like a count and they have professional birders out there trying to spot the different types of birds with their... Um, There's a lot of birds around here? Yeah, actually... Uh, Pigeons and seagulls. have been increasing in, <laughs> in numbers. You gotta get out there. Go to this bird I'm out not a lot, but yeah, I like to go to, you know, Trails of Fort Ord or yeah. Toro Park. Well, speaking of, again, getting families out, um, again, when mm -hmm. I go out there with my girlfriend and it's like $6 for a car, and it's like, are you kidding me? You could bring your kids, you know? You fill the car, you give six bucks, and you go there. Run, run around nature. Just don't get lost or taken by a mountain lion and come back when you're tired. You it's know? a pretty good deal. It's a really uh, yeah, good deal. Yeah, for $6. For family entertainment, know? it's a really good deal. Yeah, I mean, they got those, you know, the lawns and, and the, the softball fields and, and all that, but then they have the trails as well. Right. And and there's nature walking around. There's there's like a nature center at the at Toro Park. Right. That's they, right. I, I've yeah. never known that. There's like an RV thing and an, there's an amphitheater with turkeys, real turkeys. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I never knew about yeah. that. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So again, the, we love talking about this because again, this is well, this is all free, right? Obviously, you, you're not going to yes. put right. gates all up free. at free. Right. Free. Right. Um, and and there's always. Because honestly, well, I do like going outside, you know, and, and a lot of these are Fort Ord. The trails are free there, you know. Again, Fremont's Peak is like $6 for the day use. Right. Pentacles might be a little bit more. Um, but we have so much, so much to do out here. But I love the urban aspect of it. Um, and again, like with Car Lake, I, 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 I love city planning. Yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm a nerd for it. Um, so I've been following since... Since I, you know, 2001, the the general plan of the city of Salinas and, and what they wanted to do with Car Lake, right. and you know, from the grand big vision of a central park type situation right. to, well, at least let's own it first, you know, right. um, and um, so I love what when when I've heard the name Big Sur Land Trust as well, and and not that I'm an expert, but I know when when that organization is, is involved. It's, it's kind of serious dealings are going on, you know, and, and, and good things will come of it. So when I saw that name involved with, with buying some of that land, I was like, okay, you know, something is happening. And what is there? What is happening? Yeah, so, <clears throat> you know, Car Lake, um, there's been an effort and talk about Car Lake since the late 60s. You know, there's been discussions about Car Lake. There was an effort in the 70s to acquire portions of Car Lake. You know, there's just been, I just want to acknowledge the efforts of so many people over the last four decades um, in trying to figure out a plan that would make sense for Car Lake. So yeah. Car Lake is a 480 acre area, kind of right in the middle of the city. Mm -hmm. If you look from the, at an aerial photograph of, of Salinas, it's right in the middle. Um, yeah. And so the opportunity to do something there is really enticing because of its location right smack dab in the middle of the city as a way to build bridges between communities and to create a kind of a multi-use uh, park, urban park, central yeah. park, as you said. And, um, you know, it's been owned. So Car Lake was once um, part of a system of seven lakes that went from the Gabalon Mountains out to the ocean. And these weren't deep lakes. They're not like Lake Tahoe. Yeah. These are shallow, kind of swampy, marshland, wetland-type lakes. And in the late 1800s, a lot of them were drained for agriculture. And um, a guy named Jesse Carr, 
used to own the Car Lake area. And eventually it was sold, and three Japanese-American families have owned Car Lake since the 1920s and, um, and have farmed it. And in the meantime, the city of Salinas grew up around yeah. Car Lake, right? And so Car Lake's become uh, both an important farming area for these three families, but also uh, a really important um, detention area for floodwaters when it rains as you know having you know driven past yeah. car lake right in the winter time it looks pretty lake-like uh, for periods of time it drains out pretty quickly but for a while it looks like you could go paddleboarding there yeah. um and so obviously during that time they can't farm um so we've been interested the land trust has been talking with organizations in salinas and with the city um since about 2006 um, and have been in conversations on and off with the three property owners there. You know, and as I said, we only work with willing landowners, so we have the deepest respect for those who own property um, and the people who live there now uh, and the people who just recently sold their land to us have, you know, a deep connection with that land and, um, and we really respect that. Um, and it's obviously been a source of uh, support for their families for many years. Um, and um, we made it clear back in 2007, 2008, that if we could find the resources, we would be interested if they were willing um, to acquire some or all of Car Lake. And we ended up having a conversation with one of the property owners um, a very serious conversation, got very close um, in 2009 to acquiring their property, and unfortunately the, the matriarch of the family became ill and passed away suddenly, and they naturally had to kind of regroup as a yeah. family. So we've made it clear to them that you know if they come back around and were ever interested in selling their property, that we would be interested if we could leverage the funding. And so they, um, in 2014, contacted us, a real estate agent representing the family. Uh, So this is the Cata family, um, and their property is right on Sherwood, um, uh, just below the school complex um, that's there um, along Sherwood. Um, And they reached out to us in 2014 and said, you know, we're we're interested now. Um, The patriarch of the family is quite uh, elderly and was ready to move out of the area and and so it took us a couple of years to raise the money um, from public and private funding and in January of this year we took ownership of their property which is 73 acres out of the 480 and um, so now we own the property Um, and so this is the first time you know this is the first willing landowner um, since the 20s um, ha- who has been interested and so um, this presents as you've indicated an opportunity and so um, our job now as we see it is to work really closely with organizations in Salinas and with residents to um, help envision what will happen there um, yeah. and we're going to continue um, leasing the property to a nearby property owner, one of the other owners at Car Lake, for farming for a couple of years while we figure this out. Yeah. And so this is a very thoughtful, intentional process, and we are working with a number of organizations in Salinas. And what is really important to us is that the community have a voice in, in what happens there, at what kind of park is created, um, what types of activities and um, you know in in and that will have to mesh with what the land will allow so again it's a, a flood area yeah. uh, and the money that we got to purchase it is conservation funds so you know we're talking about a restoration project with trails and um, other activities and there are some great huge storage buildings on the property that could be turned into community space. And so we're going to be working with organizations to engage residents in helping dream about what can happen there and coming up with a vision 
and then marshalling the funds to put that vision on the ground. Oh, wow. Well, and one thing I've heard that I've, I've been very skeptical of is I've been, I don't know where these people get, uh, rumors start as soon as stuff comes out. You can't build too many houses on that property, right? No, because of the funding. uh, Well, first of all, it floods. Yeah. Um, So you'd have to... um, I feel like FEMA would be like, no, (laughs) no. It's in a a floodway. Yeah. And so you can't do that easily without moving a lot of dirt around. Um, And for us, for this particular property, these 73 acres, the majority of it is in the floodway. And we got funding from conservation agencies. Yeah. And so their vision is not, you know, housing, affordable housing is a really important thing. So don't get me wrong. We yeah, yeah that, exactly. You know, if that was something we could do there, we would entertain that. But it, it won't work for that piece of property um, because of the type of funding that we got and because it's in a floodway. Yeah, because we, that was like, we got a comment on that when I posted the, sure, the, a, the, a, the, the, article when, it, yeah. when you guys made the deal and somebody was like yeah but why do they have to like sell it out for like housing and i was like i didn't even want to engage you know but i was like i no, i'm pretty sure legally you couldn't even build houses on there and if you could it'd be very expensive right. nobody's gonna want to take that money exactly. plus no i will not allow that <laughs> i will not allow that to happen um but we we very honestly could in the future see people camping in the middle of town right well, I mean, that remains to be seen, um, whether or not we could do that there. We hope someday that the other property owners, when they're ready, yeah. um, and again, we're very respectful. Um, we don't want to plan somebody else's property, and that's not cool. Um, and so, oh, I planned it already. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if we were to uh, acquire more of Car Lake, if that should ever happen... Um, you know, there may be those kinds of opportunities. We have yeah. to wait and see. So we're really excited. We're so excited. And we know that, uh, you know, we've been really careful because we haven't wanted to get people's expectations up until we actually acquired the property. Because, you know, expectations you get dashed. <laughs> um, and so, you know, we're going to be, people will be hearing about opportunities to make their views known. And, um, and we're looking forward to that. Yeah. Well, I love that, again, speaking of Natividad Creek, we're mentioning the trail. Right. It ends at the border of Car Lake, right. essentially, that, right. that trail. You go under the culvert, but right. I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. Um, it's cool. It's a cool view of Salinas. Yeah. Um, but then, again, I also, you know, in my happy dreamland, I'm like, I could, this trail goes right under the Laurel Extension, right. and you get 400 acres, and then you... you you're connecting again from Baranda right. to to Car Lake. You'd have a trail. Love that vision. Yeah, love it. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> fantastic. Um, but anyway, so this uh, take it outside California. Uh, I see there is so many events, and so 10 a.m. to two is, is when all this is going to happen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and yes. Uh, well, actually, let the how's the how's the garden out there? It's good. Because you, you put the garden, and I see there's garden demonstrations here. Yes. Is that going to be you guys? Yes, that'll be us. Um, we're going to do some painted pots and have the kids kind of decorate it and take it home. And um, We did that last year. So it worked out great. And then, again, how can people reach you if they want to, because there's volunteer spots, right, for the garden. I guess so you guys are always looking to clean yes. up and all that. So, right now, I'm doing work days there at the garden Monday and Wednesday at 10 in the morning. Um, and I'm there mowing the grass, pulling weeds, planting stuff, um, doing my best just to maintain the property. Um, and, and then if you guys want to reach out, mostly social media is where I post stuff and, and uh, communicate. That's Selena's Luggers, right? Yes. Selena's, Selena's Luggers on Twitter and Instagram? Instagram and Facebook. Instagram is where everyone's at, so <laughs> look up Selena's Luggers. And if you want to volunteer at this Take It Out California, because, again, it's a huge event. I'm sure you guys are always looking for, for volunteers. Um, yeah. It, oh, it's BHC. So it was Alejandra BHC at actioncouncil.org. And we'll put yeah. this out there. Again, we'll scan this or somehow get, find a way to put this on our social media. I think there's a, a Google form now to sign up online. So if you go to the Take It Outside Salinas Facebook page, oh, okay. um, Letty made a, uh, an online sign-up sheet, too. So. Maybe oh. we could mention the other organizations. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, like, who else is involved in this? Yeah, oh, so wow. I mean... Yeah, we don't. It does. Yeah, I know. We don't want to stand up here and take all the credit. Yeah, yeah, um, no, no, it's really. Yeah, I mean, you know, when we did this event last year, uh, you know, we came together with all these organizations and kind of just said, like, can we do this? You know, is this going to be possible? Are we going to make it happen? And and everybody really stepped up to the plate. So we're we're so excited to have such awesome partners. Um, you know, so this year, you know, we're in collaborate collaboration with uh, Building Healthy Communities, uh, local urban gardeners, which which Letty represents, obviously. Uh, Return of the Natives um, from CSUMB. We got Boktoon 12, um, Urban Arch Collaborative, of course, doing the awesome art out there. Um, this year, the epicenter of Monterey County is also going to be out there doing a dodgeball tournament, which is going to be really fun. Um, First Team Monterey County is the one sponsoring the human chess game. Um, of course, the city is taking a role as well as the Recreation Services Department. Uh, we have Milpa, which has been an amazing partner. They've done this, the uh, skate competition every year, which has just been um, or they call it a skate jam, actually. A skate jam, yeah. But uh, they've been amazing. Al Center for the Fine Arts, um, you know, doing the percussion out there with the kids, uh, getting the stage all situated. Um, and then we also have Alliance on Aging, which has uh, come onto the fold this year, um, helping us plan and organize. So, as you can see, a big, big list of uh, organizations that have stepped up to the plate. You know, and so it's important to have all generations out there, from kids to grandparents. Right? Yeah. yeah. No, that's oh, that was, was one of the funniest and I guess sweetest moments I've ever seen at a council meeting. It was, it was this really, really sweet older lady that's like she had so much trouble just getting up to the mic, and she was like, "I was at Natividad Creek, and these kids like how cool these kids were skateboarding." And she was saying how cool it was that they were doing that, and she was like, "But they have to walk all the way across the park for some water." And it was so funny because she was just like scolding the count, like like just <laughs> like only like like a, a grandma type person yeah. can. Yeah. And she was just kind of like, "Shame on you for making these kids do this." And I was just like, "This is the uh, it's just the sweetest and also pretty funny, you know, that this lady's kind of like scolding them, like shame on you." Yeah, she's right, you know. Um, yeah. But but yeah, so that's what I loved is is. You know, she she was like, this was so cool. You know, she was enjoying that the kids were out there. She's like, look, they're using this park, but you're not giving them the services. So, yeah, so I that's what I love about these events, um, again, at this park, is you see everybody has a chance as a community to gather together. Yeah. And and that's huge. I, I'm big on that. I, I complain so much about the downtown here. There's not enough benches. You know, like, people need to hang out with each other. Um, so I, I love that, that that this is happening, and I love that you're on here talking. It's cool seeing a lot of names that we've had, people that we've interviewed in the past. Um, and they really make this event, all those organizations and all the people. We have a whole bunch of other dozens, several dozen organizations that are going to be there with tables and activities uh, for all ages. What's well, a uh, big So there'll park. be a lot to do. A lot to do. Yeah, it's a really, really big park. I have no idea the acreage, but I know it's it's it stands out on the map. Um, but well, anyway, I want to speak a little bit more because again, I know people might hear the Big Sur Land Trust, and they think people I, the people might not even be aware that Big Sur is in Monterey County. You know, but but like you mentioned before, that's it's that's just a name. You know, right. like you guys, right. you know, you'll be in Salinas or wherever. Right. You you feel the need. I'm sure everyone's like, oh, I have ten ideas for you. Yeah. You know, yeah. but um, but that's one thing when I and I heard Big Sur Land Trust because again, I I was aware of you guys. I, even me, that was so aware, that's was kind of surprising. You know, yeah. it was like, yeah. oh wow, they're 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 helping yeah. with Car Lake. Yeah. Um, but again, you're not just a you know saving redwoods and stuff. You know, so where did we get that name? You know, why is Big Sur Land Trust in Salinas? But where did we get that name? Um, so, you know, the, the organization was founded by seven families living in Big Sur, which is in Monterey County. Yeah. Um, cut off from the world at the moment because <laughs> of the bridge that, that uh, fell down um, during the winter storms. But um, so it was formed back in 1978. So we've been around for almost 40 years, and it was founded by seven families literally sitting around a kitchen table trying to figure out who are concerned about, you know, the long-term um, protection of some of the lands in that beautiful area, yeah. and also the community that's used to living in that, in that 
really extraordinary place. And so they founded this organization called the Big Sur Land Trust. Um, and over the 40 years, I would say maybe in the last decade, the land trust has expanded its geography where it works in the county, in Monterey County. Uh, so our focus is on Monterey County. Um, and it's a big county, as you yeah. pointed out. Um, it's a really big, diverse place, Monterey County. And, um, it's bigger than Delaware. It's really big. It's <laughs> twice the size of Santa Cruz County, um, right next door. And, um, and so we've really expanded where we've worked, uh, where we work. Um, so not only in Big Sur, but in Carmel Valley. And um, actually in 2007, we acquired a property called Mark's Ranch, which is right next to Toro County Park. Um, that was the first acquisition the organization did um, in Salinas. Um, and that was a 800 plus acre property um, right next to Toro Park. And the reason we acquired it, um, actually the community came to us because it was slated for development. And, um, and it's a really iconic, you know, beautiful grasslands, back uh, country wilderness. And so we ended up being able to uh, acquire it and we transferred most of it, not all of it, but most of it to county parks to expand Toro County Park. Oh, okay. Um, so the whole back country of that property is now part of Monterey County Park, uh, Toro Park. Oh, wow. Six dollars again. Uh, right, Six dollars exactly. a car loan. Um, and uh, then we uh, held on to about eighty acres. And so Trent um, and others have been doing um, taking um, kids out there um, for day camps um, to learn about the environment. It's a really important um, area for the movement of wildlife. Oh, and so okay. we have a colleague who is a professional wildlife tracker. <laughs> and can um, and Trent can talk to this more. Um, and um, so we've been teaching kids about the history of that property and about uh, the wildlife and the habitat and why it's important and just bringing kids from all over the place out to that property. I don't know if you want to talk a little bit more about those day camps. Yeah, yeah, I would just add that... Um it's a really unique uh, experience, especially for a lot a lot of kids in the area, um, due to the fact that it's really close to where they live. So, yes. um, you know, in some of the camps we go to, we go to Big Sur, and obviously, you know, for anyone, that's kind of a, a totally mind-altering experience. Yeah. But um, Mark's Ranch is is so um, spectacular, just like Toro is, and and you get those you know overlooks where you can hike up a little bit, and then you can see, you know, all of Salinas, all the way back to you know, the valley and the Gabalons all the way out to the Santa Cruz and the Pacific Ocean. And, you know, some of the kids for the first time really understand where they are on the planet, you know, and that's really um, an astounding thing when you're, you know, a 12, 13 year old to realize that's my house right there. There's mountain lions that cruise through right here. You know, there's blue whales yeah, out there, yeah. you know, it, it kind of all connects a little bit. So that's, um, that's why I, I, you know, I love uh, being able to do what I do and just kind of create those opportunities so kids can really see, you know, the incredible landscape that they, they inhabit here. So No, I, th I think that's huge. And again, because, well, all three of us, including Lethe here, are from Salinas, you know, right. our whole lives. And we were part of those kids that, you know, at 12 or 13 is the first time you saw the beach. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're 10 miles away from it. And, yeah. and that's, to this day, that's still a reality. A lot of kids, I'm not saying it's a majority of them, but a lot of kids on the east side do not know that they're 10 miles away from Monterey Bay, one of the most famous marine sanctuaries right. in the world. Um, and, and even myself, I feel I feel sometimes a little dumb, I guess, when I, when I my girlfriend's from Tijuana, so I'm like, I, Monterey County's new to her, so I get to show her everything. But at the same time, I'm kind of showing myself it for the first time. <laughs> And so, yeah, so when I go to Toro Park and I see turkeys, I'm like, turkey! Oh, my God! It's like on TV! Yeah. 29 years old! And, um, and this is it's five minutes right. from, from here, from right. downtown Salinas. Right. It's two minutes from the edge of town, right. but it's five minutes from, from here, the core of Salinas. And you drive five minutes and you're literally in Turkey. And then, then it, like, 
this is again we're but now naturally I'm like so our turkey's from here you know so like I, now I have these questions now I want to figure it out so I can imagine you know a ten year old or something. yeah I'm gonna go go to these and be the like happy Gilmore here. <laughs> 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 Yeah, it's 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 pretty funny, you know. And you know, I've I've been up there a couple times with kids. We had an experience last time where you know, up there you can really see anything. And and uh, you know, it's funny. I always talk about mountain lions with the kids. Like you know, there's there could be a mountain lion around here, but in my mind, I'm like, we're not gonna see a mountain lion. You know what I mean? Like they're so rare. But I know they pass through there. But you know, I was I was uh, I was with a group of kids, and um, you know, I was pointing out a red-tailed hawk. You know, something that's pretty common, but also really cool if you don't know what it is. So I was looking up at the sky and there were a couple kids behind me looking behind and I saw a flash out of the corner of my eye and they all kind of were like, whoa, you know, and I said, what was that, you guys? And they were like, it was a bobcat. I was like, I was like, really? What it looked like? And they said, it was brown and had a really long tail. And I grabbed the kids and I was like, that was not a bobcat. <laughs> so, you know, like that's, that's the reality of Monterey County is, yeah. you know, being able to like, and, and this area is looking down on Salinas and then, you know, there's... Hey, where's Peter? Yeah. <laughs> you know, where the wild things are, you know, in reality. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, every community and kids uh, everywhere deserve to have those experiences and yeah. have that kind of open space and parkland accessible to where they live. Everybody. Yeah. So no matter who you are and where you are, you deserve to have that, those experiences. And so... You know, it's important to be able to reach out and go just outside town to connect with Toro County Park, <clears throat> but also to be able to go to a place like Natividad Creek Park and other parks in the city so you yeah. don't have to travel far to have an experience with nature. Yeah, and that's why, that's why I brought up the camping, because I was like, how cool yeah. would it be to be yeah. like, oh, man, cool. we didn't that bring the bread. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Don Hill's 10 minutes away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but, uh, but, yeah, and, and I agree. And, and this county is, is it's great for that, and but it's also great to develop, you know, and it's yeah. also great to, to, to turn the, the open land into ag land. Right. So so it's it's great that there's people and organizations again like you and the Big Sur Land Trust that are mm-hmm. looking out for it because it's tough to balance. Yeah. You know, again, when it's like I could turn this meadow into a vineyard and make millions of dollars and I'll pay taxes, you know. And so so I see how it, it can be difficult for for the politicians as well. And and I, I'm glad that there's people out there fighting for this land because. I definitely take advantage a lot, and 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 I don't know. You have to learn. You have to know how to walk a trail, mm-hmm. like in life. Like that's just something that you have to be able to know. Yeah. Uh, again, I don't know. It's it's weird. Salinas is really a small town, but it's very dense, so it's very urban. So we don't realize just how used to the city life we are, and we're so close to to you know again this wilderness, yeah. and. So yeah, so I love what you guys do, and and I'm glad that I finally got to talk to you. I've been like, I can't have, oh, I have these ideas for for Car Lake, and I've been seeing that, and and I'm like, all I could do is really read articles, you know, in the past tense, you know, after things have already been done. Um, but but and like you guys are saying, you guys are gonna reach out. Yeah. We're definitely. Have, is there any meetings in concrete, any dates not, or anything yet? yet? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're still today, working on what that will look like. Um, how, and how would we know when the meetings are coming up? We'll make up? sure that you do. Oh. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> us, but I mean, yeah. like, yeah, well, no, we can only spread the word so much. Yeah, we're going to publicize them, and okay. um, we're going to be working with other local groups here in the city. And, um, you know, they'll be up on, so the city of Salinas, there's so much going on in the city right now. Uh, lots of planning activities, um, the Alice Al Vibrancy Plan and the Chinatown Plan and the Master Plan for Parks and Open Space and the they're going to be in the general plan, right? Yeah. Which will be very important. Um, it take twelve years. And uh, <laughs> yeah. and so you know the city is going to be launching some uh, websites uh, that will have a lot of kind of one-stop shopping information on all these different plans. So we'll be posting there as well yeah. and posting like on an Facebook. Yeah, exactly. Kind of There'll be like an online calendar okay. um, of when meetings. And we want to make sure that, you know, we don't schedule meetings on the same night that another really important <laughs> meeting is. And, you know, and we're just really appreciative of 
residents who take time out of their lives to come to these meetings. And so we want to make sure that they're worthwhile um, and really meaningful. And so we're taking a little bit of time to plan that out, but we'll make sure that people know. Yeah, and, and again, we love we love to publicize and bring that up because Absolutely. because well, I enjoy complaining, you know, and, and as I think a lot of people do, and then so I I see how you know the idea for Car Lake, you know, it's already forty years in the making. So let's say to another twenty years down the road, and there's actually something there. Right. People will be like, "Well, I didn't want that here. Yeah. Who decided that? You know, like, well, the opportunities were there, you know." And, and that happens a lot. You know, you see people, some sort of restriping project or something goes happens on a street and say, well, now it's ruined. I would have never done it like that. And it's like, well, there was 20 people at those meetings. You know, it's really not as nefarious sometimes, uh, the politics, as yeah. people want to make it out to be, especially local ones. You really do have a voice. Your voice is a lot louder, you know. You're not in front of the House of Representatives trying to say, hey, fix my potholes. You know, you're in front of real people that, that, that really will listen to you. Um, and yeah, and again, whatever we can do to help That's spread the, really the news of, the, of those we'll, meetings. We'll and definitely I'll be there. want to come back and chat with you. I'll be there with yeah. my 15 years worth of ideas. Right. Like, Sophomore year of high school, I wanted to do this with Carlay. 2007, I had a change of heart. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I love it. To me, it, it's... I... Like I said, I enjoy city planning, and I realize Salinas has a lack of park space per person. Right. Um, even though we five minutes away, we do have all this this great, beautiful stuff. Um, but again, going back to again, Tijuana is is it's a huge city, and there is no parks. Yeah. There's, there's the city is kind of like like they'll laugh at like we're gonna spend our money putting trees and, and grass up. <laughs> So people could swing like yeah. no, yeah. we we want to steal this money. Yeah. No, um, so so when you go to a big city like that, and everything's just so fast paced, and there's really any little flower you see coming out of the ground, you're kind of just like ah, you know. Um, so so again, the, the, these parks are, are so important, and and we definitely have the ability as citizens of Salinas to dictate what we want, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and again, because. Uh, I know people from Salinas of all Big Sur came in here and told us how to t- build a park. And it was like, no, right. no, they're great people. And it was just a name. And you weren't at the meetings. <laughs> and that's exactly what we don't want to do. You know, we're yeah. not like, you know, I mean, we're here to help sensitive you. you know, to that. Right? Yeah. Exactly. That's the last thing we want to do. Yeah, so no, We really want to create a process. Uh, so we're here to listen and learn, you know. And yeah. so we really want to create a process. We're we really hear people's voices um, um, for this property. And, you know, there are going to be um, things that we'll be able to do and not be able to do on the property yeah. because of where the land is and how it's been funded and all of that. But um, we're really here to listen and learn. And we really want um, to hear those community voices. Yeah. And, um, you know, we have a lot to learn. We we bring certain skills to the table, but we've got a lot to learn. Yeah, definitely. Again, and I, I appreciate that openness. Yeah. And um, the more we interview people, the more I, I, I get that's the general attitude of people making these decisions. And they're like, you, you tell us, man. <laughs> yeah, and I would just add that that take it outside is, is part of that. You know that we're um, we're there hoping to learn. You know what the community would like to see for Car Lake. You know that. That is going to be um, hopefully kind of a driving theme for for the events this year. Is is thinking about Car Lake, thinking about open space, thinking about you know what a community would like to see, what this community would like to see in that open space, yeah. and and you know we're going to be there, and and you know we'll we'll put on some kind of right, activity, activity, yeah, right. um, that will look to kind of gain some insight from community members about what they want to see. So um, again, you know, for all community members that are really interested in about what's going to happen at Car Lake and have some input. Come see us. Yeah, come see us, you know, and let yeah. us know. And well, what about you two personally? How did you guys end up here? Is this a lifelong? You guys just love uh, outdoors and nature's, or, you know, or was a job available yeah. and now you're here? Um, yeah, we'll start. With yeah, you. Uh, we'll start with you. Sure. I mean, I. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. How did I get here? I don't know. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I yeah, I, I come from a. I, I'm from Idaho originally, you know, so I'm from, I'm from the mountains. I was, um, I guess I'm, yeah, 
sorry. You think in Iowa? You think in Iowa? Ohio? Yeah. Pacific, it's kind Idaho, of literally are yeah. not uh-huh. fucking so stupid about potatoes. I'm sorry. No, I said, hey, hey. That's all I do. They're, Who else knows anything? They're they're the best potatoes. potatoes. I, 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 I could point it out on a map. Yeah. I assume. It's like East of Nevada. It's well, it actually borders like five different states. So you've oh, got really? Oregon and it's Washington, Oregon and Washington in the west, <laughs> Nevada, Montana, oh. Utah, oh, it's Canada. Like the little like panhandle deal. Eggs, you got it. Okay, you got it. Yeah. See, I know Idaho. It's like, it's like, yeah. Once you once you talk about it, you know where it is. But besides that, it gets it gets lost. Yeah. Um, but I, I just I mentioned that because uh, you know I feel really grateful and fortunate that I was um, I grew up there because I, I really grew up next to a lot of open space and 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 nature and um, I found that that really influenced kind of all my life decisions up till now um, because I kind of had those initial experiences as a kid just feeling um, a lot of personal peace and and, and solace from spending time uh, outside you know I knew that I I, I wanted to work to um, protect those places first and then also make sure that all people had access and the opportunity uh, to be in those spaces as well. So, um, you know, my, my path has been windy. Um, you know, I was in the Peace Corps and I lived in, in Guatemala for two years and, you know, I really, um, I really enjoyed working on the community level and, and working with community groups to get projects done. And, um, you know, obviously, I, I, uh, uh, you know, working in uh, Latin American culture is, is also really important to me, something where my heart is. So um, getting the opportunity to work with these groups here in Salinas to, to carry out uh, an event that, you know, works to, to bring community together to enjoy open space. Um, I'm just so grateful for it. It's, it's really a, it's really an awesome opportunity. And I think that um, this city has so much potential, you know, and it's so dynamic. And uh, even though I'm new here, I've, I've lived here about four years now. Um, I just learned something new every day about this place and about the people. And uh, so I just feel really grateful to be a part of where this whole movement is, is going. You know? Yeah. Oh, we know Letty's story. Yeah, yeah, you guys know my story. <laughs> but in regards to like take it outside, I did participate last year. And, um, That's actually how you met Big Sir Land Trust, right? Yeah, Wasn't exactly. That, yeah. Yeah. See? So. I know your story. <laughs> <laughs> So and I just add that Letty, Letty is like just absolutely she's, she's the fear, she, yeah she's she the fearless leader of this whole effort. I mean she's soft spoken, but she literally, literally is I would consider her a, you know a quiet leader. Like she really yeah, is um hero. is really a superhero charging this thing forward. So yeah. she she deserves you know so much credit for this event. Thank you. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, I started with the community garden. Like you guys know a couple years back, and we're working to. Um, to like get a that going. For YouTube, right? Well, actually, the family's all spread out now. So it's uh, me and Daniel left here in Selena. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the sisters are all doing their own thing. Um, but, you know, I, I take care of the garden. Um, we do Central Park as a pollinator garden, um, and then Natividad Creek Park. Um, and we're just trying to, you know, collaborate with others. I, I start my seeds at Roscate Verde and their greenhouse there, and then. Um, from there, I just you know, try and give them out and spread, spread the garden love, I guess. And and uh, one of our largest events is take it outside. So um, we're always happy to participate and, and with really any event in the park. Um, so I'm, yeah. And now I'm, I'm helping lead it this year and trying to do a good job, keep everybody um, happy and she is doing a good job for the record yeah well people this is one of the events that it's like a, a once a week once every two weeks kind of thing that you just randomly hear people talk about last year at this and it was like wait I was taking it outside or this mm. happened and it was like yeah that was taking it outside yeah um, and this is the second year right right yeah. so yeah I mean if that was after the first year I can only yeah. it's only gonna get better it is yeah. and there's a lot of things to look forward to like we're gonna have a bike rodeo out there and they're gonna teach kids how to really? um, um, yeah it's not a rodeo rodeo no no well, my <laughs> girlfriend does, she works for transportation city of Monterey so she does oh. bike rodeos oh. out there. perfect <laughs> so, yeah. so I'm, I'm still not sure what it is but I'm excited for it yeah <laughs> kids, kids apparently love it yeah, yeah so a tiny little ramp for them and they're like oh my god there's a ramp <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then so they teach them about like pedestrian safety and all that stuff and then we'll have a place for them to pike th- or to park their bike and 
Um, Hell yeah. We're doing the skate jam. We have an ambulance out there for the kids to play in. Whoa. And we're going to... Um, <laughs> extreme event. Yeah. <laughs> ambulance to check out. Not because it's going to get extreme. Yeah. We're like a backflip event coming up. And then also, Ambulance is here. Uh, <laughs> we're having the Wahini Project out there, which teaches kids how to surf. And so this is... Uh, what? Yeah. So That's you how much rain we have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the creek's going to be flowing. Yeah. <laughs> Standing so, wave, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they just bring their That's boards so cool. out. Yeah, so last year they had it. The kids really enjoyed that. Yeah. Just like learning how to stand on a board and, you know, take one of those things. Flight. You say yeah. kids... But I'm gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, I want pictures. Right. I would I would add that um just just on the surfing thing I the sorry to add this yeah. but the executive director of the Wahine Projects uh, Dion reached out to me and she mentioned that last year take it outside um, being there they actually were connected with the Salinas school district and and they started a whole new program just from being out there. I take it outside. Oh, so she called me great. and she was just like, you know, a lot of times we have these events and it's like, cool, we had a good time. It was a good event. But she was like, that really gave us a conduit into working with a whole other group in Salinas. Mm-hmm. And so, um, no, Salinas City. I'm, I'm, I'm not, city. yeah, I'm don't, city don't quote me. Salinas, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So, you know, uh, um, See, we're big. We have multiple school districts. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it, it yeah, wow. basically, you know, it culminated in, in a new program actually for them. So, I mean, that's, that's kind of stuff that we're hoping comes out of this event that it's just not just, you know, it is a big party, you know. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, there's gonna be live yeah. music, but also that there's, you know, there's some action that happens afterwards. Whether you know people are more engaged in the Car Lake process, whether they, you know, get hooked up with the Pantano Wildlife Society and want to go on one of their trips, whether they learn about our nature camps, whether they want to go surfing now, you know, just yeah. to learn about all the opportunities that exist for people in this community here. You yeah, know, it's a real nature festival. Yeah, it's gonna be a nature festival. Yeah. Exactly. Well, and I love that it's literally right there on the east side as well. Yeah. So it's one of those, it's literally coming to you. you right. Know, that, it's so dense there. There's so many people within, you know, two miles of, right. of radius from there. Everybody can walk there. Right. It's down the hill. You just ride a bike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just said there's several yeah. bus lines. It's like, yeah, there's a, yeah, there, there's no excuse not to be there is what I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah. If you live on yeah. the east side, you can walk there. Right. You can always take a bus, ride your bike, you know. Right. You know what? Take your bike. Enjoy the bike road. What's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Partake. Exactly. You know? yeah. Bike lane all the way down Baranda, wherever part of town you're in. Yeah. I'll ride the sidewalk screw that. I don't know how that works. <laughs> Nativity just got restriped too. So once take, you're there, you learn. But go to the bike road. kind of dangerous. <laughs> Go to the bike rodeo and learn. Um, but anyway, Rachel, you haven't told us your story of how you... So my story is uh, <laughs> a long and winding one. No, it's uh, similar to Transcend in certain ways. It's like the Pacific um, Coast Highway of stories. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I, was, I grew up in um, rural North Carolina. In, and uh, we lived in a little brick house at the end of a dirt road. And um, my dad was a teacher. And, um, you know, I literally grew up um, until I was about five or six years old next to the woods, you know. And so that's why when you really engage kids at an early age, it can be, you know, obviously a life-changing experience. And so I, you know, nature was a a wonderful adventure. It was um, a place that was peaceful. It was a place that was safe. It was a place that... There were animals and plants, and and where you could run around and be free, and um, and also be quiet, and um, you know get away from things, and so it's a lot of things for a lot of people, and so that just stayed with me. You know, it became part of me, and we moved all over around the country. My dad got different teaching jobs, and I lived in the South, in the Midwest, on the East Coast. And in Southern California, um, where I fell in love with the ocean um, when I was a little kid. And so I've just been really lucky um, to have had those experiences. And um, so it's really important to me to be able to do what I can to provide those experiences for other people. And that brought me, you know, so when I went to college, had the opportunity to go to school. I, you know, studied uh, nature and um, was really interested in, in also in, in 
public policy and how you um, create legislation that is, you know, supports uh, the you're environment. You're a special and, type of person. You know, that, all those <laughs> so anyway, I um, was fortunate to move out here 30 plus years ago, got a job and um, have had a couple of different jobs over the over that time. And I would add that she uh, she was one of the main people that helped create the Nash, the Monterey Bay National Marine Sanctuary. If I if I may just if I may just add that. Fan. Um, she was out there in floaties you. and signs. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Save the otters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I say that I evolved out of the ocean onto the land um, and took a job with the Big Sur Land Trust ten years ago and. Um, you know, the organization has evolved during those 10 years um, to do um, a much more diverse set of work and um, really, again, um, connect our work with more communities and do what we call community conservation, which yeah. is really engaging the community in, in creating these spaces um, that support the well-being of people. Where'd you go to school? I went to the University of Michigan for grad yes. school and uh, the Great. State University of New York for college. Oh, wow. What did you get your degrees in? Uh, environmental science as an undergraduate and, um, if I can remember, and natural resources policy and management as a graduate student. Oh, wow. So, that sounds like walky, exciting classes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> policy. Yeah. yeah. Excitement. Yeah. 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 Yes, yeah, yeah. And, and by any chance, and I don't mean to be rude if this was before your time, but were you here when the big oil spill happened in Santa Barbara? That was before my time. Of but, course um, it was. Yes. So that was in, um, it wasn't before my time on the planet, but it was not before my time in, um, I think we had left, let me think, I had lived in Southern California before that, um, and but we had left, I believe, and moved to the East Coast by that time. Was that ever that on was your in radar? 1969. I mean, it was a very, you know, that was a huge deal. Um, uh, that was 69. So the first Earth Day was in 1970. Yeah, yeah, because this so is a big reason why. Like, it yeah. galvanized a lot of attention to the environment at that time. Yeah. Um, and so. Um, uh, and that led to a whole bunch of federal legislation um, in the late 60s and 70s. There was a whole slew of... Uh, Clean Water uh, Act and all that, yeah. Yeah, the Clean Water Act and the Endangered Species Act and the National Environmental Policy Act and all the big pieces, the yeah. major um, uh, environmental legislation that's still on the books. Um, yeah, well, it blew my mind because I was yeah. like, when I was reading this, is like, this is... Part of the reason why Californians is known is like all environmentally and, yeah. and all that. Yeah. And it's like, they didn't just wake up that one day like that, you know? Right. And then we woke up and our beaches were black. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and exactly. so we were like, well, maybe we shouldn't be doing things yeah. like this anymore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a, a recent thing that, that I, again, because yeah. I'm always curious of like, why are, you know, culturally, as Californians, we're so right. unique. Right. But yeah, one of the things I was like, oh, wait, how did an oil yeah. spill end up? being why we get made fun of for being hippie tree right, huggers, exactly, you know, like, huh. exactly. um, yeah. so it, well, it obviously has environmental ramifications, but it also, you know, it's bad for business. Um, and yeah. it's bad for the environment. It's bad for public health. It's bad for business when those kinds of things happen. I don't know. I, 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 when I drive down Santa Barbara and they look pretty at night, don't get me wrong, yeah. but those, those the rigs lights. out there. Yeah. When you're going in the daytime and it's just beautiful, but then there's this little thing just sticking there, and you're like, ah, you're trying yeah. to turn away from it, you know, like, ah, there's another one over there. Yeah. And I could only imagine the Gulf Coast must be dotted with those things. And I was like, why? 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 Something peaceful, just looking out into the biggest ocean in the world is this yeah. great, powerful thing. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden, just to have like yeah. capitalism. <laughs> and Monterey Bay was slated for yeah. for oil yeah, development yeah. as well. Uh, yeah. Central Coast was slated Monterey Bay, Northern California. That was all in the '80s. All there were leases that were going to be sold offshore there. That, I mean, that's part of what prompted the creation of the Monterey Bay National Marine Sanctuary. There were thousands of people came out to protest, and it wasn't just you know the environmentalists. Yeah, it was farmers and fishermen. You know, 
there was across the board recognition that that kind of industrial activity here wouldn't fit with yeah. the kind of life and economy that we all depend on. You know, farming depends on clean air yeah. and and good water and um, and fishing certainly uh, depends on clean water and and no pollution. So it's you know it's not just the enviros. It's people across the way from different walks of life. And uh, speaking of, I, 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 I'm going to start, sort of a little tangent, and I want to bring it back to Car Lake. One thing that about it being used for agriculture land now um, is whenever they turn the soil and it's a slightly windy day, granted there is a hill, the, the, the wind usually goes from west to east. So to me, like all the little dust and stuff that gets picked up, it goes right to the east side, right, right to the Laurel Heights neighborhood, right to Costa Plaza, and and I'm I'm not saying oh this is something's going on here, but I'm like hmm I wonder if you were to 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 just ask around, you know, within a quarter mile of 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 where the housing starts, of how many people have breathing issues or asthma is asthma slightly more prevalent, or it, just in general annoyances of I just dusted yesterday you know and that, that I mean that after years can like affect you mentally you're just like ah and I was always curious uh, well not always but but at one point I was like huh that is an active industrial site you know it, it's industry it, it, it's it's a commercial piece of land and the people that live right next to it get affected by it just just by the, the way the wind blows and um so i'm like well if that all of a sudden is not getting tilled up every year and the the the, the soil gets to you know stay there because the roots are holding it down and it's a more natural thing you know it, it filters more you know it's, it's a it, the the plants themselves hold more of of the bad stuff right. quote unquote bad stuff like i wonder if that in itself will will, will Will the people living closest to it feel a difference? Maybe. I like, yeah. I, I, I mean, you know, ideally, we'd turn it back into a natural system. Yeah. Um, and there would be, as you point out, um, you know, if you restore the floodplain there and you have more different types of plants um, holding the soil and also filtering out whatever yeah. is coming through the water there. Um, you could clean up, help clean up the water that's going downstream. Yeah. And, um, you know, it may may have that effect. Yeah. It, it reminds me of in Yellowstone when they said, oh, they brought back the wolves. And the wolves controlled the moose population who were right. mess eating the, the softest, babiest trees. Yeah. And it literally changed the way rivers ran. And it changed entire ecosystems. I'm not saying bring wolves to Car Lake, but I'm, yeah, I'm saying that what idea. what might be the unintended positive consequences right. of, of reestablishing that as as natural right. land. Right. Right. Um, I mean, there you know we've got an example right across Laurel at um, you know what we call Upper Car Lake, right? Um, right at the bottom of Natividad. Um, where everybody where in the Costa been, Plaza went catch where, tadpoles. Where, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and there's been great uh, returning <laughs> of all kinds of different bird species and, um, you know, a lot of nature returned there as yeah. a result of the restoration. So now it's a beautiful place. Um, and so we hope to do something similar. Yeah, and well, again, I'm so glad I finally got to talk well, somebody it's, it's literally been since high school <laughs> since the early 2000s i've been again you see the name pop up a lot yeah like i said when i usually read it usually means positive things well yeah. for things i happen to enjoy which yeah. is nature right um and so so yeah so i'm glad we get to talk about the take it outside again that's may 7th yeah, please 10, come. 10 a.m please to come. 2 it, there's it's a huge park it's a you know and there's going to be so much to do and so volunteer as well. I mean, you, you could volunteer um, or you could just walk around and again, like again, free t-shirt, free lunch. Yeah. 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 So again, that that's incentive enough. Yeah. Cause you get to have that t-shirt forever. Yeah. You're going to show off and say, well, I volunteered. So that's why I get to talk like this. You guys going to do a live podcast there? That'd be pretty cool. Again, we probably whoa, Sunday at 10 a.m. <laughs> you don't have to be there at 10. <laughs> 
you can come at noon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Last two hours. Don't give him incentive. We'll make it later. Just, hey, we'll be it's there at Sunday. seven. I'm not guaranteeing it. Uh, well, I'm there for Sunday. the birds. What's up? Uh, right, exactly. Yeah. All right. So 7 a.m. Yeah. That's our goal, actually, for when we go out. We want to see a condor. We'll keep going to the um, pentacles. Oh, yeah. I want to see a condor. Imagine. They're... They're 30 pounds? Big, yeah. Yeah. 30 pounds. They got bird. like a six foot or like 10, 10 foot wingspan. wingspan. Yeah. That's the most extreme. That's but taller than that's my brother. Still, yeah. Really? <laughs> the, f- the vultures, when they get close to you, are like yeah, scary looking. Big, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the turkeys. The yeah. turkeys. And the, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Ain't just scary, but go, <laughs> go out there. It's fine. It's more scared of you than, it, than you are of it. Right. Exactly. So. But anyway, Trent, Rachel, is there anything else that we, we missed out that we, we want to add? No, we really appreciate the opportunity to talk to you guys. I just thought of something. How do, how yeah, do kids get involved with uh, your day camp? Trent? Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah like, question. Like, Great, really, question. Yeah. Great question. Great question. Um, yeah, you know, we... Uh, it's it, not like you have to go to a certain school to go, right? <laughs> no, you know, the, the model that we've, we've worked on is that we, um, you know, we work with different community organizations that provide the youth, so... Um, you know, for example, we work with um, Chispa, which is the um, a housing nonprofit here in Salinas, and we work with some leadership councils. Huh? Chispa. 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 Their office is actually right down here. Yeah. yeah, right down here. Yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, and then we work with some like leadership groups in the schools that provide the youth. Um, but you know, we are constantly trying to find ways to reach um, youth that uh, you know want to have these experiences and are seeking these experiences. Yeah. So, um, certainly, you know, if there's, a, uh, you know, any community groups out there or youth individually that are interested in being a part of our camps, um, you know, we've had kids that have come, uh, have started with our nature camps, you know, four years ago have continued on and we've actually been able to provide internships and leadership opportunities for them. Um, so, you know, we have, we have enough experiences now to where youth, um, are familiar with our programs and have kind of graduated through um, several different iterations and have kind of become, you know, ambassadors for for the land trust and for getting outside as well. So, oh, yeah. um, you know, I would just say that if, if any groups are interested or any youth that, that you know, they can reach out to Big Sur Land Trust, you know, okay. just go to our website, you know, they can find me right there and, and okay. reach out directly to me. And, you know, if, if there's uh, youth out there and families that, you know, are pining for more experiences, you know, that's, that's our mission is to, to make more of that happen. So, yeah, and follow us on Facebook also. Um, um, yeah, yep. we're on there. Yeah, we'll definitely put yeah. you on. Yeah, please. We'll send us a link or something. We'll like direct it to you guys. Okay. We can we'll find can hit it. You up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, great. Makes it easier. Like, let's let's do it. You know, absolutely. Great. Think of the children. And all yeah, that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's a crusade. You know, yeah, and it's it's yeah. Well, and ultimately, go to take it outside. And, yeah, and, really. And talk to to Trent. Talk yeah, to we'll, Rachel. we'll be there. Yeah, so we look forward to seeing you there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't just like show up for the music. Like they're yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot. Wander around. There's so much yeah. going on. Yeah. Yeah. Again, that's when you realize how big of a park is. You drive by it in a minute right. and a half, but when you stop and walk around, you're like, oh wow. Does anyone yeah. know if they still do like the snow days? They like for at least two years. I don't know, maybe ten years ago. They would like bring fake snow and they yeah. do like the slides and everything. Oh, and that's that's cool. that was oh, man. Cool, oh, that's great. That only lasted so long. I'm sure it's done. <laughs> Huh. Okay, so it's gone, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I'm glad that, like the park's still yeah, like yeah. people are still it's doing a their beautiful thing. Park. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful a great, park. Yeah, beautiful park. Great park. It's got a lot going for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, thank you guys again. Thank you. you are always more than welcome yeah. now back on whenever yeah, you guys thank and you. if you have any events, anything, please reach out yeah. to us and we'll do what we can to put yeah. them out there. Great. Uh, thanks again for being on. Yeah. Thanks. All awesome right. conversation. Thank yeah. yeah. Thank thanks. you. Really appreciate yeah. it. See y'all next week. Yeah.